0: Hi, and welcome to the Preferred Carpentry Podcast. I'm your host, Michael DeSoma, and my mission is to bring you trust to wherever you are. Now, this being the fifth episode, I wanted to talk about something a little bit different, and it's the advertising route that I've chosen to go with. A few years ago, I have joined a couple of different advertising websites lead websites like home advisor angie's list and thumbtack and some local websites as well that promise to give me some hot leads or warm leads if you will so of all those advertisements and giving them chances i've stuck with just one of those mentioned and that's home Advisor. And Home Advisor, what they do is they ask trades or contractors if they like to be a part of Home Advisor's lead program. And any lead that comes into the phone, you know, uh, you set up an account with them, you get charged a rate. Now, whether you land the job or not, or whether you call the people back or not, you're still charged that rate. I was getting an overwhelmingly amount of leads and I had to shut off the lead program and with the ongoing work I had with my builders and word of mouth referrals, I decided to shut those leads off indefinitely. And then I asked if I could be put inside of their directory and they said, okay, for this amount, that's what it'll be. And I said, you know what? I'd rather do it that way. If someone really wants to use my company, they can find me there and then they could call me. <clears throat> and it actually has worked out because I have gotten some leads that were enough money that, to pay for you know the yearly fees and... I found it beneficial to do it that way. The other way I've been advertising is whenever I would go to jobs to any estimates, I would give people a keychain bottle opener and a notepad and a magnet business card. What I've done recently was I've actually got pens made and I never would have considered getting pens made because I always thought that people would lose their pens. They always lose their pens. I mean, I, I, I have a hard time keeping pens. So I figured what's the point of getting pens made when the customer I give it to is only gonna lose it. And then somebody made a statement to me not too long ago said did you, that said, did you know that one pen goes into like 10 to 15 different hands? and that is valuable marketing and i said that's a you know that's awesome to hear actually now i'm gonna go get pens so that's what i did and the pens that i have that i decided to get made have a stylus on the top of the pen now there's some pens that have styluses on the bottom where you write but the person that showed me the pen that they have said that it's better to have a stylus on top because If the pen is out and they go to use a stylus, they could be writing on their phone, they could damage their phone. I said, that makes sense. Now the pen that I've got created is a little different. You actually have to click the arm bar downward. You don't click the stylus and it makes for a very attractive pen. And what I like to do is if you are interested in, in one of my pens, it's black ink and the pens have a sleeve color of either orange blue or black as of right now and what i like about the pen is i call it my conversational starter or my conversation starter because what i say to people is hey i bet you you cannot click this pen or figure out how to get the pen out of the sleeve within five seconds one person actually said "Was well, it going to zap me and says no it's just a regular pen but you know, let's see how long it takes for you to figure it out. And I, I don't do that with everybody. I do it with people that I feel have a good sense of humor. Some other people, when I go to give them the pen, I say, hey, I have a pen. i like to give it to you. This is how it works. And I click it a couple of times. And then they take the pen. And I said, did you see how I, how I got the pen out? And then they're like, yeah. And then they click the top and they didn't realize it. Then they click the arm. And they're like, oh, that's pretty neat. I really like this pen. So if you are interested in a pen, no matter where you are, just send me an email at preferred underscore carpentry at live.com and, you know, tell me what color pen you want, hopefully, or sleeve. Hopefully I have that. I've had them made about a week ago and I had 250 made and I already have only 200 left. So in a week, I got rid of 50 pens and I'm actually excited for that because I feel like it's helping me get my name out there. What I've also been doing for my business is creating blogs and these podcasts. And I've talked to a marketer not too long ago who said that blogs are actually the best way to go because it's written, it stays on the internet, you own it, and you know you have to put some keywords in there for your blog to stay um, relevant. But it doesn't happen overnight, just like anything, right? You know I do a lot of Facebook content. And only more so recently have I been getting more viewers viewing the live videos that I put on Facebook at Preferred Carpentry LLC. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to see some real-time content that I put up there, and it's all kinds of different things. And what's great about me doing that is I'm getting more comfortable at doing it so I don't feel so like new or the jitters or feel like I need to be discreet about it. I'm actually taking the phone and I'm going around and on, was it, September 7th, Friday, I went around at at Twin Builders and a bunch of different guys are putting the brand new building or the new work back together. So you got the guy painting, the electrician putting up the ceiling fan and the punch guy going around make sure that everything looks good. So it was a really good video today with that regard. And uh, like I said, I'm enjoying doing stuff like that so I know I'm not doing a lot of advertising in regards to putting my name in the paper getting a billboard running a radio ad I like doing what I'm doing it's working out really well so far and I'm actually turning some work away because I'm one guy with two new guys that are still in the process of learning what they're doing the hardest part right now with training the two guys is that our work has has not been consistent in the sense of we have a lot of work, but one week we'll have a, a, um, a kitchen backsplash and one week we'll be hanging doors and one week we'll be putting up metal studs. So they're getting a lot of diversity in regards to what they're learning, but it's really hard for people to re- retain what they learn when they only do it a couple of times. What I've learned with these guys too is writing down a list of things for them to do, like a checklist, and then they could check it off. It makes them also feel accomplished. I believe I mentioned this in a previous podcast is that we do what's called after action reviews. And the after action reviews are really important for us to grow as a team. And the chemistry gets better over time. And I think it's important to do with your employees or your workers, even outside of that with the people that you work with. You know, how can things go? How can things become better? What are we doing right? What could we do a little bit better? What did I like? What did you like? And, you know, constructive criticism to grow the business. So working with these guys, I've learned that it is a really good thing to do. I hear it all the time that they say, you know, the expression good help is hard to find. What I'm starting to learn is that it's really hard to teach what you know, because you know it so well that you tend to overlook a lot of different things as you're explaining it. And even though they believe that they know exactly what you're telling them to do like the instruction or paying attention to detail it doesn't come out or it's not what you felt that you've explained. so having these two guys is helping me figure out how to be a better teacher because I don't want to be a boss I want to be a leader. so I really want to grow the business in such a way. And for those of you out there that are growing your business that you know outside of just homeowners and customers listening, You have to be disciplined enough as the person who owns the business to take a large pay cut because it is going to take a long time before you get your return on investment, your ROI. It is going to get frustrating. It is going to get discouraging, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's how I feel. That's what I feel, and I'm going to just keep on giving these guys the opportunity of what i feel they are because i feel that they are worth the investment the time you know to teach them what they are learning so on the advertising side like i said um the pens is something new what i'm deciding to do next is getting what's called a pop socket and it's the round thing that gets stuck to the back of your phone and you pull it away from your phone just a little bit and you slip your two fingers behind it so it gives you a better handle to the phone that's an idea and also getting coffee mugs made something a little more than just your plain white coffee mug i want i was thinking about getting something that has a little more custom look to it so i'd like to know your thoughts on that so when you ask me for a pen and say hey mike i want to see this pen that you're saying is pretty cool i want this pen and who doesn't want a free pen? I mean, it's free. I'm sending it to you. I'm paying for the postage and all that. So it doesn't matter where you are in the United States. You get yourself a pen. And although this episode is September 7, 2018, if you happen to listen to this episode at a later date, and I still have these pens made, by all means, ask for it. Just send me an email at preferred underscore carpentry at live.com. So I've been very fortunate, like I said, to get enough business going along to keep me and the guys busy. Uh, I called Chick-fil-A's job super, job super intent intendant, intendant, superintendent. (laughs) It's kind of funny saying that word slow. To see what the progress at the Bartonsville Chick-fil-A is. And they said that they're still jackhammering the the rubble and the rock for the foundation. They haven't even poured the footers yet but they're looking to have me in in three weeks and i think that that is crazy because i'm going to be doing the finished carpeting work i'm not building it i'm not i don't have any part of the structure of the building so for them to know that three or four weeks at this building is going to be up and ready for me to me that is just amazing with the technology and how advanced we are when it comes to Creating and putting up buildings, so um that's in two or three weeks for now. The cakes and Corolla is ongoing. It's a little. I know that the business owner is dying to have his grand opening on time, but being that there's no general contractor, my company Preferred Carpentry isn't being used for the general contracting aspect. I do feel for this company or for the home, um, the business owner, and I'm trying my best to coordinate with the electrician, the plumber, and and any other trades I need to. But it's it's out of my hands in that regard. Like I can only text and call the different trades and say, hey, the walls are up, we're ready for you to get in, so we could call for, schedule a permit to for the. Uh, structure to get you know the walls the partition walls to be approved so we can sheetrock them we do have tile that has to go up but again the plumber has to do some stuff with the walls prior to doing any of the tiling and if he rips off the tile while it's on the wall the business owners are going to want to pay for that extra you know uh, work so i'm trying to be accommodating for all the trades and for the business owner and i know he's kind of discouraged because he was hoping to have the building or his restaurant cakes and corolla or the bakery opened in a couple of weeks and again i feel bad for him but i'm not the i'm not the general contractor on this job so while i have that going on i was at the job in lake harmony that i called the pocket door city and one of the pocket doors if you watch that video you'll see that one of the guys joel is actually Working on fixing the pocket door because every it's the um, jams were twisted. So, usually, when uh, walls are laid, they snap lines so all the sole plates are in the same plane. And if the sole plate is off even a little bit, it throws everything off. It even does the same for pre hung doors. And that's the one thing that's hard as a trimmer Well it takes a little more time when the walls are not plumb and the headers or the floors aren't leveled because then you have to adjust your your doors accordingly so in that video you see that Joel is working on manipulating one of the legs he actually has to kick one of the legs out of plum just to make the door close right it is doesn't, it may not make sense here, but you have to go on the Facebook um, business page, preferred Carpentry LLC. If you want, you could DM me and say, hey, where's that video you were talking about? And as long, if you DM me on messenger, like a uh, Facebook messenger, then I'll have your contact information. I could try to send it to you that way. But it's really important for anybody that is deciding to put in pocket doors This particular house has 11 pocket doors in the basement, 2,000 square feet. And a couple of them were not leveled, like the the headers. So when the header is not level and you try to level the door in the totally open position, when you go to close it, it's not going to close flush because it's not leveled. So the track has to be 100% leveled so the door stays leveled as it opens and closes it's really important you see that plumb line stay parallel with the frame so we had a little bit of issues with that because some of the stuff wasn't framed properly and this is where i go back to that saying where they say good help is hard to find there was a new guy probably working on the headers and when rough framing is done for pre-hung doors there's a tolerance and they have a tolerance they could get away with like a a jack so the jack stud so when a door is not in position there's jack studs and king studs and then there's headers and the jack stud is the one that you attach the door to and the, the jack stud is connected to a king stud and the king stud runs from the sole plate to the top plate the jack stud runs from the sole plate to the header, so they have a tolerance when it comes to hanging pocket doors. The header and the and the pocket the the pocket wall has to be leveled and plumb. So the header has to be 100% leveled, and the pocket door uh, door framing needs to be plumb in all directions so it's really important and it gets it gets frustrating as a trimmer to try to trim something that's not ready and then you got to kind of finesse it just so it looks right so that was uh something that we had to deal with we'll be at that job one more time and then we have the kitchen backsplash that we're going to be working on this upcoming week so we have a lot of work we're blessed for the work grateful for all the work that's coming in It's a shame that we have to turn work away because i don't like to do that but at the same time i also have to make sure i don't spread myself thin until the two guys are ready to do some projects on their own and on a side note next week i'm supposed to go to vermont well killington vermont to a spartan race the ultra beast Yes, that's another fun fact about myself is I like doing obstacle course racing. I've done one. The very first one I did was a warrior dash for fun with a bunch of co-workers that I worked with at that corporate job. So one of them said, hey, I want to do obstacle course race. Who's down? And a whole bunch of us said, I'll do it. So I did that one for fun. And then the one I did like seriously where I did it competitively and I wanted to win was called the savage race the first savage race that they had in pennsylvania over at skirmish pennsylvania jim thorpe lake harmony area i actually won that race i won the axe i had the axe on my wall i placed first on that race i was excited my friends were excited my co-workers were excited i trained hard for that race and then the next time i did a savage race i placed third and then i placed sixth and the um the Spartan races, I started getting hooked on it really quick. And I'll tell you a story about that next time with my buddy Matt. Maybe I'll get Matt on this uh, on this podcast and we could talk a little more about the Spartan races, how we first uh, met, and then how we kept doing these. But since 2014, I've gone to all the Vermont Beasts, Last year, I did the Ultra Beast and I didn't even um, prepare for that. And I did really well with it. I was really impressed with how well I did. But because the business is taking a new direction and I have two new guys and I don't feel comfortable going to Vermont for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The race is on Saturday, but we make, you know, we try to enjoy ourselves up there. We leave Friday early in the morning, do the race on Saturday, come home sometime Sunday night. I can't do it this time. I can't. I can't find the i cannot justify going there and it breaks my heart it breaks my buddy's heart my fiance is like i can't believe you're really not going i'm like babe i have to i have to focus on the business the new direction i'm taking by taking on two new guys you know so um i paid for the races i paid for a trifecta uh pass which means three other races for this year so I spend a little bit of money on these races but I also find that it is more important although this is something that I love to do it's more important to focus on building the uh building the guys to a point to where they can feel comfortable on taking on jobs so I've been doing I've been in the business for over 10 years this year is the first I will the middle of this year is the first time that I've actually decided to hire some guys and it's it almost feels like starting all over I'm not discouraged by any means but there's different things that you have to consider when you decide to go this route and it's a lot of behind the scenes that people are unaware of and even with my fiance because she's like you spent all this money for the races you should go and it's like but babe I have all this work if I let go of this work, I will lose it. And work isn't everything, family and fun is important. I understand that, but right now I'm not making any money. My guys are making the money, they have to get paid. We're losing a lot of money on some jobs. Like some jobs it should only take three days or taking six, seven days. So multiply the pay, you know, by two, twice the amount doubled. How about that? <laughs> and then, you know, ongoing with the other stuff. I just, I feel I need to be there right now. I need to take the sacrifices with it. And I I feel that it is going to pay off in the future. These guys are, like I said, I, I, I speak very highly about them because they're young and they're, they have a lot of drive in them. So I'm happy with, with their work. It's just that they're not ready yet to be at any job by themselves. So I wanted to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I want you to request a pen. I want you to email me preferred underscore carpentry at live.com. Say, Mike, I want a pen. This is where I live. And this is why I think about the pop socket and the coffee mug. And this is what I would rather have because it's important to me that my customers have things tangible things it's it's just something for me i guess i guess i have my own internal um uh, wants desires like i would love to see the pen the shirts that i have made in other states in other countries even i have a buddy who's in mexico that i'm like dude bring my shirt bring your shirt to mexico and take a picture with it on because that would be pretty cool to see a preferred carpentry reach out past its you know local area and in due time the business will grow to a point in which we will be servicing other states like north carolina south carolina even all the way over to california all the way up to maine who knows the business is taking its own direction and i'm like i'm going along with the ride so If there's anything you'd like to hear, content, please let me know. You could email me again. It's preferred underscore carpentry at live.com. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook because we post a lot of content on Facebook. I want to say thank you and we'll see you next week. Bye.